opener against the Arizona Coyotes by a score of 2-1. to This was a very close game. Could have went either way. Thought the Rangers had a good third period and really had a little bit of everything. Not a whole lot of goal scoring, of course, but the story for me, for me was Igor Shosturkin, who uh, played a good game, made 26 saves, and stopped Jason Zucker in the third period on a penalty shot. So with under five minutes left, Barkley Goodrow takes down Zucker, which he had to do in that situation, and Shosturka makes the stop. But there was a key penalty kill. Uh, the Coyotes had a five-on-three late in the second period, which extended into the third, which was really just bad officiating all the way around. We'll talk about that, but that was five-on-three for two minutes, and the Rangers killed it off. So I thought the Rangers' first period was pretty good. Not perfect, but pretty solid. Second period, not good. I thought the Rangers' second period wasn't good. And so maybe that's a bit of a theme where the last two second periods were especially bad. But then the third period, pretty strong, you know, end of the game. And look, the score was tied going to the third, but the Rangers get that power play goal. It was a goal by Vinny Trocek. And it helped the Rangers win 2-1. I think Arizona might not be terrible. In a Western conference that I don't think is all that great, I think Arizona... You know, we're used to them in recent years being a team that's, you know, towards the bottom of the standings. I think that this team is really uh, going to be competitive. You know, they need to get the goaltending. Uh, in goal tonight for Arizona was Connor Ingram, who played pretty well, actually. Uh, you know, certainly gave the Coyotes a chance to win. Keep in mind, the Coyotes were coming off of a victory versus the New Jersey Devils. And, you know, the Devils are off to a little bit. Of, I mean, it's three games in for them. They're off to a slow start. But look, as Ranger fans, you got to respect Jersey in terms of what they did against the Rangers last season. So, you know, I think that this is a win, you know, that, I don't know. I, I think that there's stuff to be proud of. I wasn't overly impressed. We'll talk about players that have done well, players that have not done so well. But, you know, I would expect, I have a feeling next game, so the Rangers' next game versus Nashville is at home, and then they're not going to be home for a while. They have that uh, that five-game Western, it's a combination of everything. It's not the California West trip, but it's basically everything else. Uh, so... They might want to get Jonathan Quick that first home game kind of out the way. Like, I don't know, though. They, they don't have to. And for me, the less they use Quick, the better. I'm a little bit concerned about that, but that's a conversation for another day anyway. So, lineup-wise, Ryan Lindgren back in. And Ryan Lindgren, who, you know, there was a time when it looked like maybe he was hurt. He, uh, he played a ton. He played, I think he had the most minutes of any Ranger. 23 minutes and 53 seconds. And part of that, Adam Fox left the game briefly in the third, but he came back, so he should be okay. But Lindgren played a lot in this game, and it's good to have him back. Again, the difference between him being in the lineup and not in the lineup is so big. And so he was back in there. Also, Jimmy Vesey was the healthy scratch. So Tyler Pitlick back in the lineup, Jimmy Vesey out. So Vesey has been out for two of the three games. I would expect him to be in there versus Nashville. Uh, now, who is the one that's taking out? That's a good question. I think you have a lot of choices on your hands. But where will they go with it? So right now it's been VZ or Pitlick, but I don't know. I, like the fourth line right now, don't love it. Don't love it. So right now it is Benino centering Goodrow and Pitlick, 
which was out there late protecting a 2-1 lead, which on the one hand, I guess I understand it. They are more defensive-minded, but there's just not a lot of speed. Pitlick, I guess, has a little bit. I need to see him more to give you that definite assessment, but it seems like Pitlick, there's some burst there, but Benino, I think I like his instincts and I, and I like his defensive savvy, but he is so, like, slow. He just is. And Goodrow, like... It's just not great. And again, I wish I didn't. I'm going to say this a million times this season. I wish I didn't have to look at it from the contract standpoint. Because if I if I just saw Barkley Goodrow, if he was making Jimmy VZ money, my opinion would be so much different. But I just think, like, it's just so not worth it. Four more years, 3.6 mil for Goodrow is just not, it's just not good value. So I'm going to try to take that out of the equation in my evaluation. But yeah, for Goody, I, I just feel like, I don't know. I don't think that he will, it probably will never get to the point where he will be a healthy scratch, but what really does separate him much more than some of these bottom guys, if we're being fair. Now, I don't think it'll happen due to many reasons, contract being one of them, veteran status being one of them, although that, I don't know how much that really matters, maybe a little bit, and the fact that, look, he is one of the leaders on the team, he is one of the alternate captains, so, and, uh, so yeah, also Blake Wheeler, like I said last game, Blake Wheeler is someone that I think I could see. And again, there's veteran, there's veteran status there, but it's a little bit different. Um, he is someone that I think could be a healthy scratch. He only played nine minutes and 43 seconds. What's happening a lot is they are, they are double shifting Panarin and he is getting ice time in the third period with Trocek and Cooley. That has been happening a little bit. So... Um, again, like I think he, like for me, that fourth line and even some other guy, like it's, that's a work in progress, but I thought that the Zibanejad line was pretty good. Um, we'll talk about, you know, they were the one line that scored a goal and, you know, I, I thought like the Heatle line should be a good line. Thought Lafreniere wasn't great tonight, but Panarin really has looked very, the first three games, Panarin's been one of their best skaters. He's looked engaged. He's doing most. He's doing the right things. Like the things that really annoy me with him, I'm not seeing as much. But with Panarin, it's such a larger conversation because you know we can talk about a regular season play, and but then we can also talk about, talk about what happens in the in the uh, playoffs. So it's a couple of things there. But um, and, and I, I may have when I said Lindgren came back, and uh, I can't remember if I had mentioned that Zach Jones uh, was taken out of the lineup. So let's talk about this game. Again, statistically, very close. I mean, shots on goal. Rangers had one more shot on goal. Coyotes won the face-offs, which the Rangers were doing a good job the first two games, but this one edged Coyotes, not by a wide margin, though. And both teams scored a power play goal. But it's just crazy. You look at the stats, whether, I mean, hits, blocks. This was an even game. So, first period. Rangers, I thought, played well. Again, a lot of emotion in the crowd. And this game had a lot of intensity up till the end where there was a full-on scrum after the final buzzer like and look you wouldn't think that coyotes rangers there's no robbery there but really there was some pretty you know there was some energy in this game and i think in part the home opener gives it a little more juice so the rangers score first and the goal score you guessed it chris Kreider. Chris Kreider scores his fourth goal of the season from Zabanajad and Kako. So for Kreider, off to a great start. He has scored in each of the first three games, and he has four goals. 
So again, that goal scoring prowess continues to be there for Kreider. This was a nice play by Kako to kind of start. Kako does some, I mean, look, I think his first three games have been a bit underwhelming uh, compared to what we saw in the preseason, but Kako makes a nice little play to chip it to, and that's winning those, winning those battles. And that's the good thing about Kako is that, that he is fairly sound defensively. And I, I think that he's showing that he can be a good two-way player. So what ends up happening is it's a two-on-one. And that's the Banajad-Kreider uh, combination it is kind of unmatched. Like on this team, look, those are the two longest tenured Rangers. They've basically been line mates almost the whole time since the Banajad became a Ranger. Kreider had already been there, of course, uh, for about four years prior to that. But it's a two-on-one with a forward back. And I think Zabanajad knew that. Uh, I think it might have been Barrett Aiden. Not pause. I think it was. Either way, Zabanajad sets up Kreider for an easy goal. Um, and the Rangers take a one-nothing lead. After that, though, Vinny Trocek, who, like I've said, and, and I think that Trocek's game has been solid to start. Too many penalties. He takes an interference penalty, but the Rangers uh, kill it off. And then before that power play ends, uh, Michelli slashes Nick Benino. So a little bit of four on four, a little bit of a power play for the Rangers. Nothing happens. And the Rangers end the first period up one, nothing. We go to the second and the second period. I did not like the way the Rangers were playing as much. And Braden Schneider takes a holding penalty again, Braden Schneider for me, there's a lot to be desired. And if Zach, if you want to get Zach Jones in the lineup, even though handedness wise, it doesn't make as much sense, right? Like Zach Jones is a lefty, Braden Schneider is a righty. So, but either way, Braden Schneider to me is someone that I don't know if he should be playing every night. I, I mean, for his development, I want him to, but Zach Jones is younger as well. I, I, obviously, Braden Schneider is much more prioritized. Look, he was a first-round pick. Schneider was a first-round pick. Zach Jones, I believe, was a third-round pick, if memory serves me correct. Um, but Schneider takes a holding penalty, and on that power play, it's a goal by the Coyotes. It's Clayton Keller, who is, you know, pound for pound, the best Coyote player. And he scores assisted by Schmaltz and Cooley. So five minutes into the second power play goal, probably one that Igor might want to have back, but like, you know, Igor played a really good game. So not going to make a big deal about that at all. So 1-1, one, one, and then the Rangers take another penalty. Keandre Miller with a holding penalty. And, and Keandre, like, a bit of a turnover machine. Don't love what I've seen from him so far. Like, I don't want to make, like, big... Um, statements about this early this early in the season, but from what I've seen, Keandre needs to cut down on the turnovers. I just need to see a little bit more from him, but uh, Rangers do kill that one off. Then at 10-4, they get a power play, but don't do anything with it. Travis Dermott holds the stick of Jacob Truba, but they don't really do anything with it, and then at the end of the period is where things get crazy. Igor makes a really, as he does, makes a great pass to Panarin, which would have sprung a two-on-one, but the ref gets in the way, so fans are pissed off, but, you know, he didn't expect Igor to do it. And so that's frustrating. But to make matters worse, Lafreniere turns it over in the defensive zone. And again, like Lafreniere, you know, I didn't love his game tonight. And then he slashes Nick Schmaltz. That was a weak call. That A was a weak call. And then as the whistle blows, Lindgren fires the puck, which is not uncommon. And they call unsportsmanlike conduct on Lindgren. That is something else for the ref who already fucked up the potential two-on-one. You then call a weak penalty on Lafreniere, then to make matters worse, and I'm not one to complain about the rest, but that was just totally ridiculous to call the lingering fine. You want to call the Lafreniere slash? Fine. 
But then to call the linger and sportsman conduct is crazy. But it ends up kind of being a momentum shifter in the Rangers' benefit. So with 1.19 left in the period, they kill off that 5-on-3. And then to start the third, about 40 seconds left, they kill off. So a really good job by the PK. Some blocked shots, some saves by Igor. All the way around, it works. And it sets them up for a pretty strong third period. And eventually, the Coyotes take a penalty. Matt Dumba cross-checks Ryan Lindgren, which I guess is poetic justice with Lindgren coming back in there and really just doing a nice job. The Rangers score on the power play. It would be a game-winning goal. It's Vincent Trocek scoring his first goal of the season from Panarin and Fox. So this was a shot by Panarin that was deflected in off of Trocek. Originally, the goal was accredited to Panarin, but this was the right call. Trocek, and based on the way he reacted, you knew that he was the one that scored it. So Vinny Trocek, who came close early, uh, on a you know missed opportunity earlier in the game where he couldn't convert, he does here, and the Rangers take a 2-1 lead. Then Rangers you know, are playing a good job, doing a good job, but then you have a... And, and I guess this is a coach... This is a league-wide thing, but I know Gallant did a lot, where you have the fourth line with the third pair. And so Braden Schneider kind of goes in deep, and I'm sure it was more elaborate than this, but Goodrow is in a situation where he has to hold Zucker. So I don't know if Goodrow kind of, you know was supposed to be back in better position. I'm not sure if Braden Schneider kind of put them in a tough spot. All those things are probably true. And maybe more players are involved in this fuck up. But Goodrow had to do it. And it's funny. They call penalty shot, which was the right call. And I'm thinking, you know what? I actually don't mind this as compared to the power play. But, you know, I have trust in Shesterkin. And sure enough, Zucker is stopped. And that was kind of, the mo for me, like the moment of the game. That's a big spot right there. 4.48 left in the game, up 2-1. Igor makes the save. And then for the rest, you know, Rangers defense did a pretty good job. Coyotes didn't get too many great chances at the end. And then there's the Rangers win the game 2-1. And then there's just a total melee, which, I mean, the amount of penalties I'm seeing <laughs> is crazy. So Dumba, Bukestad, Dursey, Zabanajad, Truba, Goodrow, Igor for leaving the crease. I think that's it. I think I mentioned all of them. Yeah, just... And, and technically, I mean, the game was over, but technically, misconducts were given to Dumba, Hayton, Bukestad, Truba, and Goodrow. So it, it was... Truba and Dumba were going at it. Igor left his... You know, Igor was right in the melee. It started with Lindgren. Hey, you know, it's always a good... Like, when, when you see things like that, it, it, I think it's always a good thing. It shows the teams together and that they are, you know, in it for one another. So... Rangers, good win, win it 2-1. Stars of the game were Shesterkin, Trocek, and Kreider. Again, what, what Kreider has done to start the season has been great. And, you know, hope to see that continue. So now the Rangers will take on the Predators before they go on that five-game road trip. And Nashville, their next game is going to be tomorrow night, home against Edmonton. Nashville currently is 1-2. and two. So it's a game that's winnable. It'll be against LaViolette's former team. Uh, you know, he coached the National Predators before he coached the Washington Capitals. So that'll be interesting. But yeah, you know, only only two games at MSG for the Rangers in the month of October. And hopefully they can make it 2-0 at MSG because they won't be uh, playing at MSG until early November. And that's the game, I believe, against the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, so yeah, Rangers win their home opener, defeating the Arizona Coyotes 2-1. to